folks, and welcome back to another episode of Creating Change. My name is Jillian Walsh, and I'm a registered dietitian as well as a registered psychotherapist qualifying here in Canada. And today I want to talk to you all about bone health in adolescence and how this is impacted by having an eating disorder. So let's start at the foundation. Bone tissues increases throughout childhood in adolescence. What this means is that it helps build our bones strong and healthy for the rest of our lives. And the tricky thing is, is that as bone density grows and increases, weight also increases. And of course, this can flare up eating disorder thoughts, feelings, and behaviors. So one thing I want you to keep in mind here is that females versus males are impacted a little bit differently when it comes to bone density. And this is because there is a influence by reproductive hormones. The take home message though, is that over 90% of bone density is put onto a female's body by age 18 and onto a male's body by age 20. This means that the adolescent phase is crucial to making sure that the child or the adolescent has a strong skeleton for them to rely on and use for the duration of their life. This is why I am so passionate about improving bone health and focusing on bone health throughout eating disorder recovery, especially for children and youth. So some of the things that contribute to decreased bone density when somebody is living with an eating disorder are things like amenorrhea or the absence of a menstrual period. It's a decrease in the consumption of foods that contain calcium and vitamin D, which of course leads to a little bit of a deficiency in calcium and vitamin D. It's also linked to the increase in stress hormones that are circulating in the body. And this negatively impacts the ability for the body to store tissue in the bones and of course increase bone density. One of the most terrifying statistics that I've heard and it's always stuck with me is that folks living with anorexia are at seven times higher risk of a bone fracture later in life compared to peers that are their same age and comparable you know, structures outside of having an eating disorder. This is something that I always consider when I'm coaching families and youth through improving bone density. Now, there's a couple of ways you know, that we can read of in research that can help improve bone density. We have seen hormone replacement used in postmenopausal women. And that does help improve or at least maintain bone density. Now, the tricky thing is, is that there's very little research out there to support hormone replacements known as oral contraceptives or birth control pills to help maintain or improve bone density for children and youth. The gold standard for improving bone density in children and youth, especially those who are living with an eating disorder, is by far the refeeding process. It's reversing that malnutrition. It's providing the body with all the building block it needs to put on bone tissue and go in and repair the damage that's been done. That is always what we are coaching folks to do. It's what we wanna support families in making happen, especially during these crucial years of adolescence when there are so many risk factors that come with having the eating disorder, especially related to bone density. Now, there are lots of red flags or outcomes of having an eating disorder that can be reversed fully with eating disorder recovery. Unfortunately, bone density is not one of them. This is why early intervention is so important and why we are always thriving for that early refeeding process so that kids and adolescents can really start the reparation or the repairing process early so we have less of an impact on the bone density. 
All right, folks, if you have any questions, drop them in the comment box below. I'll be there all week. And if you're looking for more information, if you're a parent of a child living with an eating disorder, we have a free webinar every month that's called First Do No Harm. And we also have the same or similar webinar for healthcare professionals that may be working with folks with eating disorders. So if you notice that you're here and you're a healthcare professional, you can also attend a webinar just for you. These webinars are free, they go off every month, and you can learn more about them on our website. All right, I'll see you next week for another episode. Bye for now.